0: You're listening to Paint the Town Podcast With your hosts L.A. Street Art Gallery resident artist Teacher and founder of L.A. Street Art Gallery James Chen. of
1: Welcome back everyone And I want to welcome back Another recurring guest, man, and uh, Mr. Jeremy Novi is back in the house, dude. Thanks for coming all the way out here once again. How long did it
2: take you to get out here?
0: An hour and a half today from Silver Lake. Uh,
2: oh, that's fun. That's <laughs> fun. That's a good dedication uh...
0: to art. <laughs> what do you What do
2: you do to pass the time when you're
0: driving? Um, I just uh, jam up some music. Sometimes we get stoned. I don't know. Yeah. What kind of music? I like Yeah. What kind of music? Not gonna survive. I like house things. music. Yeah, you know, you're not supposed to drive and get stoned, but sometimes
1: just. Wait, if it's your medication, then you need to take your medication when you get stoned. I mean, it's not, you're right, so it's just like, it depends on where you are. If you're just doing it recreationally, like a teenager man, don't do it. But if you need your medicine, it's all right to drive stoned. You know what I mean? I've
2: seen women do a hundred things, you know, like doing a status update while they're doing a selfie, while applying makeup and uploading their YouTube channel as they're driving, so. (laughs) <laughs> you know, where do you where do you draw the line? It, exactly. it depends on your capabilities, I believe, right?
1: But I like that Jeremy said he likes house music, man. Because actually, I just released a uh, well. I kind of debuted a house track, um, my new house track, on the uh, uh, last podcast, and it got some pretty good. Yeah, yeah. dude, I gotta
2: tell you what, you, it was killing me because when you let me listen to it in the car, it sounded so nice on that stereo. But then you're trying to get it up to the microphone on your computer, and uh, but you're gonna play it right. Yeah, you're I'm gonna, gonna play it right. i to put
1: it right on the on the podcast, so everyone can hear it. So go check it out. Uh, you know, if you're into house music, like. Uh, me and Jeremy are, but the reason I wanted to have Jeremy come on today is because he just went to his first burn, man, and... I oh, was... that was your first?
0: Yeah, that was my first burn.
1: Yeah. Oh, I was like, dude, welcome okay. home, man, you know what I mean? And I was just like, I had to... While he's still, like, getting that whole, like, love it at Burning Man, I wanted to get that enthusiasm and, like, have him come in here and talk. To... One, just because... because yeah, we were just
2: talking about that a little bit in the, in the last podcast, and how... Um, I guess Scott was saying has kind of changed that they're being more um, more like on to people about uh, the, the what is it uh, what was it calling it I, I don't
1: remember what word Scott was using but basically he was just saying that they're really Fancy reinforcing word. the values of yes. uh, Burning Man basically because it's kind of uh, in a few years ago it was kind of getting away from uh, its original purpose and you know one guy like killed himself threw himself into the fire right a few years ago <laughs> And it was just like getting away. But apparently it's all back and things are, uh, you know, they're really trying to reinforce that. So tell us about your whole first experience, man. I mean, did you go on the first day or how did you, who did you go with, you know?
0: Uh, so, I'm with like, a group of uh, LA people I recently kind of met. Um, so, we had like a camp, which was cool. I ended up showing up uh, two days early. Um, so, I was there for 10 days uh, because I helped set up the camp. You can get early entry. Nice, nice. Um, it was kind of interesting to be there before there was all these uh, camps and tents and everything. Um, and just I just not really know that kind was possible get in early. When, yeah, uh, if you're doing major builds or um, doing things like building the man or uh, any any temple things or art installations, uh, you can get an early entry. Uh, but not everybody like gets there early to build their art pieces, which is kind of interesting, you know, to be there early uh, before all the, the tents were there and then eventually the tents are there. But every morning um, up, up all the way until to, to like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, um, well, but more like Friday, there, there are people out there uh, building. And at night, it's much cooler. Um, so every morning when you wake up, you go out to the playa. There's all these new art art installations. Yeah. So yeah. cool. Out there, which was pretty awesome. It,
1: it, what's cool for me, man, is like, well, I, whatever I go, I usually go like on the Tuesday or Wednesday at the beginning of the week. You know what I mean? Um, and then you literally just see the city come together. Like, you know, I'm, originally it's like nothing, and all of a sudden these. Up oh, tent pops up tent pops up ten so how many up. how many times have you been I've been five times yeah five times, five times so but but again, how I long have, do you stay each time Oh man, well originally I was staying like a Tuesday to like Sunday before, but my favorite it became kind of just like uh, Thursday to like uh, uh the when the man burns basically. So they have a week long full of events, and then like a on the second to last day, I believe, they burn the man, right? That's where you see all the pictures. And then on the last, last day, they burn, like, a, a temple, basically, where everybody has, like, put, like, quote-unquote, like, sacrifices or their intent. Not sacrifices, like, human sacrifices, but, like, let's just say you want to let go of something, like a uh, a heartbreak or something that you just want to kind of, like, leave there on the playa and then return with it, so maybe you'll... Bring some like pictures and things that you put in the temple, and they they set it all on fire and ash. Ashes, Did you, you know?
2: put anything in the temple to set on fire this time,
0: Jeremy? uh yeah, I, I put some things in there, some um, intense, I guess. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's either yeah. intense
1: or things you want to get get away with, you know what I mean? Um, but you know, throughout the whole entire beginning of the week, I mean, uh, it's just like. it's like Disneyland for the craziest artists ever because there's they give you a little book right and it says like all the different things well actually let's, let's move back Going to Burning Man, how was the journey? I mean, you have to drive really fucking far. You get to Reno, right? Yeah. Well, where did you come? Where were you leaving from?
0: Um, so I drove to San Francisco. Okay. I did a couple art installations and I had the car <laughs> totally filled. I brought my Prius and I had nice. it like totally nice. packed with everything I needed to be self sufficient. Um, but I'm going to do an art installation and I fucking run over a screw. and so I'm like at the people's house I'm like okay shit I'll just hurry up and I'll just do this little thing it's gonna take me like you know 15-20 minutes and I'll be done um, and as I'm finishing, I noticed that my tire is like very low. <laughs> At which point, I realized that my whole entire fucking back is, um, or my whole entire back is filled with uh, all my insul, uh, all my stuff to to take to Burning Man. So there's no way that I could get to my tire. So that like became a very um, like kind of oh, frustrating. Oh no! It's in the and trunk. It was, yeah, it's all in the <sighs> trunk, was where my tire was, and that's where everything was for Burning Man. Like everything was packed, and I had <laughs> packed it like really tight because here it's a Prius, oh, so it's no. all like in yeah, as like, soon as I take it out it's not gonna go back in the same <laughs> or like, uh, so I don't know I ended up I ended up being able to drive really slow I'm, I'm luckily I'm still in San Francisco um, when the flat tire happened instead of being like in some remote area yeah. on the way to the burn like in in one of the you know uh, places in between Reno and and um, I think it's pretty you know, desolate. Like, yeah yeah so so I got that like a uh, uh, fix and stuff and then yeah yeah I just drove um, I got like really kind of excited. And I just really wanted to like go there. I had I'd I um, to like stop in Reno and like paint a little bit and stuff like that, um, but I just got like so excited that I'm like, wait, I just I just need to be there. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I just have I just want to experience whatever, you know, as my as my first burn. I just had all these.
2: I've never you know, been, these. so I,
1: I I can imagine it would be I would be very uh very excited. So you drove. Uh, let me let me actually tell you a story. The reason I wanted to say like about the drive actually i i didn't have a flat tire but okay me and mitchell the other founder of la Schreier gallery uh like we're, we're making a trek to burning man basically right and we have bikes everybody has bikes at burning man because you and i actually I learned that you can actually walk it okay you, you know what i mean but everybody wants to bring a bike because it is really huge it's like miles and miles of art installations and and uh, uh tents you know what i mean and uh you know I we had, so we had the bikes strapped to the top of the ceiling of this rental car I got. I got the full insurance because I was like, this shit's gonna. Be oh, it's so- getting fucked up. This shit's gonna be so dusty afterwards. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? And I was just like, give me the full insurance on this shit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So we strapped the the the. Um, oh no, that was the second time. Actually, no, take it back. I was uh, still a pharmaceutical rep the first time I went to Burning Man. I had a company Jeep actually, and we had a free gas card. And I was like. Fuck it, dude. I'm just going to take it to burning, man. Like, I have the time off, anyways. Dad. Oh, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? <sighs> so, we strapped the bikes to the top of the Jeep. While we're going to Sacramento, we hit like a fucking speed bump, right? Boom. And the fucking bike falls off, like, you know, launches off the, oh, top, no. of the top of the thing. You, you, know, you know what I mean? Lands in the street. Yeah, yeah, lands on the street. I was like, oh. Does it get shit. run over? Uh, Luckily, didn't get run over, man. Okay, but okay, so (laughs) it should uh, be fine. Yeah, I was like, okay, whatever. Let's just get it back on and let's just go. I'm driving my company car, and then all of a sudden, the fucking engine just like gives out. You know, and then I'm pull. Yeah, I'm in uh, Truckee, California. Okay, Truckee, California. (laughs) Oh, I know where that is. (laughs) You know where that is? Oh yeah, yeah. The middle of fucking nowhere, kind of a little bit. You know what I mean? And then so, luckily, the the Truckee driver. Uh, the Trucky rental car place still had, I was like, you know what, fuck it, I'm gonna, we're gonna rent a car, we're gonna keep on going, man, fuck it, dude, this is my company car, I don't care, it doesn't matter, they'll fix it, you know what I mean, so we unpacked all that shit from the car (sighs) to to go onto another, (laughs) another (laughs) rental truck that I rent, that was the one I was like, give me full insurance on that shit, (laughs) you know what I mean, and then, uh, yeah, we made it to the burn, man, but it just always seems like whenever you want to, go to the burn there's always all these like challenges and we'll like obstacle uh, long the obstacle course <laughs> the resistance <laughs> that's keeping you going from having fun you, you know what I mean but once you get there um, you know what the first time I went there I was like I immediately felt at home because everybody's telling you welcome home you know, I mean, everybody, uh, right, it's welcome that's home. nice. And, yeah, it's kind of cool. That that was one of the things that I loved about Burning Man, the vibe, right? Would you say so, it, you
0: know? Yeah, like, I, I was really uh, um, impressed to, I heard about it. I heard that, like, there's this thing that everybody belongs and that everybody's a part of this thing. But I'm like, okay, sure, whatever. That sounds like a great idea. <laughs> uh, that's a great philosophy. <laughs> How are you going to get 80,000 people to really do this? Yeah. And 80, once I got there, I realized that, like, like, because there's no currency, uh, everybody becomes the same social class. Like, there's no social class of, like, hierarchy. Like, maybe they're the people that, like, you know, plug and play. Wait a second. And, there's like, no, get, so like, there's n- uh, There's no currency. There's no money. So all of a sudden, everybody's on the same social class. So all of a sudden, a niceness like I've, I've envisioned that there's, like, little and, like, snack nice shops dance. or something. No, no, no. There's no. no,
1: no, 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 no. There's, there are snack shops. But it's all a gifted card. Yeah,
0: you have to give things like stickers or like necklaces. Um, oh, that's a cool and, necklace, Check and, that out. And different yeah. things. Yeah, this one has like a compass on it. I so saw So I'm that. never lost again. <laughs> that's um, and on the, on the front is uh, uh, the monarch because um, this year was Metamorphosis. Like the theme was mm. Metamorphosis changing or whatever. So there's Very like 2019 cool. on this necklace and, and all this over the butterfly. But the other side is a compass. It really works. Yeah. Um, so I'm never that's lost again. so cool. Again. Yeah, no, I love it.
2: Okay, so I'm just adjusting to the idea of, like, because yeah, this
0: idea so that there's these places. little shops and maybe It's not like a normal well,
1: festival. Souvenir no. shops. So so what no. he's saying is, like, it's a gift economy, right? So Jeremy's definitely cool. had some good friends because they, they taught him, hey, it's a gift economy. Obviously, the nicer you are to other people, they're going to be nice to you. It's not a barter economy. It's not like, hey, I'll trade you a sticker and then you give me a snack. And you, you know what I mean? So no quid pro quo. Yeah, no quid pro quo like Donald Trump. <laughs> 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 you know? Down. Yeah, Yeah. You know, what I mean, so it's just, like, so it it just, it's a benefit to you if you can uh, pass, you have gifts, and especially art gifts, right, you know what I mean? Mm. When I went to Burning Man, I bought a bunch of uh, funnels so women can use them to stand up and go to the bathroom, because it's actually very important at Burning Man.
0: What? (laughs) You understand what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, the court potties are pretty nasty, Uh, especially, like, day two, like, you don't really really use it so much. And then you end up finding and uh, learning the the different ones that they have... So so people will adopt a porta potty and you open it up and there's lights in there and like incense and like air fresheners. Things oh, that make that's like cool. the porta potty smell good. Yeah. But not very every, cool. porta, not potty every porta, porta potty. Not every porta potty. Oh, like that. Yeah. So you find those ones, but then also <laughs> you you learn the schedule of when they're cleaning the porta potty. Yeah. And then you go to the bathroom like after the porta potty's been cleaned, like hosed out, and, and wiped down. But I got I gotta, I gotta say that. though,
1: it's so dry out there though that it d- that doesn't not, stink that bad. It doesn't stink as much as like regular. Coachella uh, That's crazy. or whatever XYZ festival um, as much because it's it's okay it gets like I don't know super fucking hot during the day like you mentioned like you can't even go outside really like or else you get sunburned or you want to rest during that period of time or else you're gonna get really tired and at nighttime sometimes it's it's like below zero freezing so fuck. <laughs> so it's some of the harshest conditions to but live but that's in. cool i mean you know I and mean, you gotta you, be prepared,
2: you really basically. find out who you are when you put yourself through something like
1: that. exactly you you realize like you kind of like what are your bare necessities <laughs> you know what i mean right you realize you're kind of like all right i'm gonna need a fucking fur coat because this shit is fucking cold as hell at, night- at nighttime. so you have you know? to
2: bring all your food that you're gonna eat
1: you have to bring all your water bro
0: A gallon and a half a day that you're uh, expected to uh, take in in order to be properly healthy and hydrated. (laughs) so you become dehydrated so you have to bring a, a gallon and a half each day that you plan on being there for yourself um, and then you can you can buy ice so I, I bought ice buy I put ice, ice and in coffee. my cooler and stuff and I ended up putting my, my food in extra Ziploc bags um, I, I brought a funnel like a large one what kind line, of food what, what, what kind of food did so you so that bring? I could empty the ice water into my shower bag to find ways to cons- like conserve water oh, those wow. ways that you yeah, have to like yeah, yeah, yeah. do things to conserve water if you're um, out there for so long and, what kind of food do you bring though I'm very uh, I curious. Some, um, so I brought water, watermelon gazpacho, some jambalaya, nice. uh, wow. some some uh, ramens that I was able to add, like some beef jerky and different Ooh. things to to kind of like doctor them up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I, I talked to some friends and they said that, like things that were water based are really good to have that hydrated. I also brought a bunch of breakfast bars. I did mm. not eat any of them. <laughs> like, that is like, dry. I love dry. I love breakfast bars. I eat them normally. I love granola. I love all that stuff. Cliff's energy. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. those yeah, things are with great. A, with right? a glass
2: of water or milk or something.
0: Exactly. So you're trying to eat that in the morning when you're like, it's like so dry outside and everything's dry. And you're like, no, I did not want to put something dry in my mouth. So breakfast bars are not a good idea for Burning Man at all. But you know what?
1: Uh, okay, so I, I went a little more like. Uh, Rugged, I guess, than you because I didn't have no Guadalajara, gazpacho <laughs> or Jambalaya, or anything like that. But <laughs> that's smart. This is what I did. I, I would have like a, a, I brought a few cases of beers, a, a lot of cases of beers because beer is a great carb and it's also uh, a, a lot of water, basically. You know, I'm so during the whole time, you know, and in the nighttime, it gets super cold, so your beer gets fucking cold. You know what I mean? In the morning. I always have my breakfast beers, you know what I mean? Just have a few breakfast beers. And then I would cook a lot of eggs, actually, out there. Cause you can it's called some-
2: alcoholism. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there you go.
1: I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> well, you know, like I said, survival of the fittest. No, 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 radical self reliance man. I rely on myself. There man. it is. There That's it what is. it was. <laughs> so so basically, you know, I would have – I'd make breakfast every single day. You know, eggs, right? Those are kind of easy to just put inside a cooler and just, like, keep them, like – not not so you know and then like uh the first year i brought like mres that you can actually like uh heat up like military stuff you know what i mean but it's just such a They're not that tasty tasty. yeah they're not that tasty and also they're super salty right and it's also just like it's you know at the end of the day when you're out there you're looking at all the art you're like adrenaline rush it's like food it's like you just need sustenance to like survive out there you know because all your senses are like so heightened like sensory uh, overload for yeah, sure yeah exactly, like, exactly so that's, so that's very on. smart to uh, do the the water based uh, <clears throat> diet that's cool. yeah man so let me ask you like uh uh any uh cool art that like you saw that stuck out to you 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 know what i mean obviously it's a lot right yeah
0: there's a there's a lot of art things uh um going on and uh um one one that i like i was like really questioning when i was out there um if like Banksy was here (laughs) (laughs) so you never know there's a piece called mega mega um and it's by an artist uh from los angeles um kevin baroque um and, and he created this uh box and, and, and the box, uh, you go into it on the outside, it says coming soon, it has a sign, like it's a fair, there's like some circus thing, but it's just a box, like like as if like as soon as the box comes down, there's going to be a whole fair there or something. Mm-hmm-hmm. But you go into the door, um, you end up like somehow making eight right turns. I don't know how it's possible. <laughs> how like it's configured wow but you really end up making like eight right turns and the whole time they're yelling at you do you have a hard hat do you have a hard hat oh you can't be here you have to go that way and then once you get there you're like oh do you have a hard hat no 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 no. you have to go that way and then like and so like the whole thing is like to get a hard hat and when you get to the very end there's one of the Banksy's balloon girls like literally um on the wall And like the art piece after I got back, I ended up doing some research and stuff, but it's supposed to be like what Burning Man is. And so Burning Man is, like, this thing that, like, we um, expect things to be there, I guess, or or um, just the different ways that it takes us to get there. And then when it's done, we burn it. And it's kind of this, like, expensive thing. And so if there was the Banksy that was in this box that was, like, lit on fire and destroyed at the very end, yeah. it's kind of a full statement about all the money that we put in to go to Burning Man for one week. And then afterwards, we, like, throw away the bicycles. We, you know, donate them or whatever. But there's yeah. a lot of things that, like... After afterwards we're just like eh, just get rid of it and then we'll get it all again next year because we don't need it in our normal lives mm-hmm. or I mean maybe not it's everyone true, I That's don't think true. maybe very, everyone does it cool. but it is this thing and so this art piece was was really about like the consumerism all the obstacles it takes for you to get places um waiting in lines like the to the ice line I think there was a reference <laughs> to and in the, in the fact that you're trying to go someplace and, and 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 the ice line is a really big deal like once you've been there it's like it's this thing that like you're you're in you line you make friends ice, in the I mean, ice line. You do. You make your connections. <laughs> How long of a line
2: man. is it to um, the ice line?
1: It depends on what hour of the day you go, but it's okay. okay. Like, what's what could be the pop? Possibly the longest. Um, uh, maybe like 20, 25. Oh, I don't I don't know. The longest, honestly, for me, I was just like, "Fuck the ice, dude." <laughs> I was just like, "That's way too long of a line, man." <laughs> for me, I was just like, "I'm just gonna drink my beer warm, man. I'll just, I'll just wait tomorrow you know, at night time and it's gonna make it cold again. You know, you know, throw it outside, basically." But, but no, but that's awesome, man. I mean. Where, yes. did you, where did you sleep? What did you sleep on?
0: Uh, so I had an uh, air mattress and a tent. Uh, my tent had, I got an awning thing to go over top of my tent with a UV uh, resistant tarp. Um, I got the really heavy UV tarp and at first I thought I could just throw it over my tent and because it's a really heavy one that's made more for vehicles, oh, it no. weighed down my tent. So <laughs> I had to get like an awning thing to put over top of it, but it really helped add shade um, and a little bit of airflow, um, between my tent and the ceiling. It's like the garage, uh,
1: the garage, uh, sorry, the car. Yeah. Y- yeah. Carport. Carport. There you go. It's like a carport. There you go. Okay. Like made up carport. So yeah, the ideal thing. At Burning Man, I've heard, I mean, there's a few, like, ideal situations, but you have a carport and you have the tent underneath, or you have, like, a reflective yurt. Okay, <laughs> I'm sorry,
2: what? <laughs> so reflective what?
1: A, a yurt, basically. A yurt is kind of like a... Can you spell that? I think it's like Y-U-R-T or something like that. But the thing is, like, you have to have the foil on the outside so it reflects back the sunlight and then oh, yeah. it keeps it cool on the inside. You I, know think, I, mean? okay, yeah. I
0: think in those yurts they have uh, uh, the the swamp cooler. Okay. Or, like, the, the air conditioning thing that uses, like, yeah, a cooler.
1: So you're, like, yeah. inside, like, a fucking ice chest. Kind of, you know what I mean? Wow. It's kind of like that. So I'm just saying, you realize, one of the cool things about Burning Man is that it's like very tech driven too, because um, uh, a lot of people, these tech companies, the CEOs are hippies, you know, you know what I mean? They come to these things and then, uh, but but it's also, and that's another problem at Burning Man too, actually, because there's these, uh, it's all about these different camps that you join, or you can camp by yourself, but a lot of people, they like to join camps, like Jeremy said, he helped build the camp and everything like that, right? But there's this like glamping, uh, there was this, this <laughs> lamping lifestyle thing that started entering Burning Man oh, where you can literally pay like,
0: I do I, I heard it's $100,000 to plug and play at some of these camps. And they just like drop you in like, they have, there's an airport that's right there so you can be flown right in and you have everything that's there. Um, and it's $100,000. Oh, but well, that's kind of cheating. That's yeah, like, yeah, those, you're kind I mean, yeah, You're, kinda, you're, you're
1: kinda cheating like yourself not, of getting yeah, a exactly full experience yourself, a culture. Exactly. exactly. But also, let me tell you another thing. I saw Japanese tourists at Burning Man taking pictures like you know, with a the, with the fucking like, tour guide in the front with a flag, man. So oh that's how God. much of a phenomenon it is, so where Japanese tourists are coming and saying, Look at this. It's these like they go into San Diego Animal Park <laughs> yeah, exactly. and they're like, Look at all the crazy people out here. Look. So I'm just saying there's a lot of different types of people going to Burning. Don't man. look
2: them in the eye. Don't look them in the eye. Don't get too close. <laughs>
1: just take pictures and step back. But what I love, man, is just like, there's fucking freaks out there, man. It's a freak party, dude. You know what I mean? I mean if you're talking about like, just like rave parties and house music. I mean, every DJ that you know uh, you know, is, is going to go out there and have a secret set too, you know what I mean?
0: <clears throat> yeah, Carl We're, Cox was out there. He did like a little set. Yeah. It was all like 90s. Oh, yeah. It was, it was pretty awesome. Carl like Cox is the out boss. there, yeah. yeah and yeah. The, this,
1: the funny thing to tell everybody at Burning Man, because it's like a clock setup, right? So everything is like <clears throat> an address. Where you're like, okay, it's like. Oh, I've seen the a, setup. A, yeah, a, the circle, the like semicircle, whatever. So everything has an address. It'll be like A, five o'clock or something like that, or whatever. It writes something like.
0: Yeah, my my camp was at Echo seven thirty. Okay. So, yeah, so it's oh. e, e was it's the E seven thirty, basically.
1: Uh, right. Yeah. What was your what camp? Where were you at?
0: Um, I was uh, uh just just with a, a, a small camp. Okay, cool, okay. cool, cool. Okay, I
2: I didn't get my my question answered. So when you what did you sleep on?
0: An air mattress. Yeah,
2: yeah. And so...
0: Have you ever been camping? No, no, no. (laughs) Yes, and I didn't sleep on an air mattress. Uh, Do you sleep on the ground when you're camping? Because it doesn't have, like, you know... What time of
2: day did you actually sleep?
0: Uh, So Uh. I kind of slept... A little bit early in the morning, but because yeah. I brought my Prius, luckily, I like the idea that a Prius doesn't use gasoline, it uses a battery. Yeah. So I was able to go and sleep during the day in my car Yeah. Um, and turn it on and have air, air conditioning, conditioning yeah. going. And See, cause it's a Prius, that's what it I wanted to know. Because you really have to uh, worry about like carbon monoxide. And, like, how, like, you're camping next to a bunch of people, there's tents, like, your generators and stuff. You want to make sure no one's tent fills up with carbon monoxide. Yeah, yeah, you know, like yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that can become a very uh, a serious thing. So, I was, you know, um, uh, I, I just slept a couple times during the day in, in the Prius, which was cool. And,
1: the, yeah, no, that's what I had to do, too. Sometimes I'd be so. So, you just hot. basically you stay up all night.
0: Yeah, yeah you, you I mean. Can, that's when the parties you, are going on. I mean,
1: you, you can. can kind of go you can't go out i mean go to sleep at night but a lot of the really really cool stuff because it's the weather is a little bit less you know hot it's going on at nighttime, and the cool thing is like everything's lit up too. Everybody has like fucking glow sticks. Yeah, yeah I've and seen like, pictures <laughs> of it, and everything Yeah, like it's that.
0: it's important that you actually have lights on you so people see yep. you. Um, bicyclists, uh, you know, if they're biking cars. through or art cars or any of that, you know, and maybe they've been drinking, maybe they're like haven't slept a while or whatever. That you want to make sure that you're highly visible, and to have a lot of lights on you is is a really important thing for that visibility. Um, yeah. yeah. Did you
2: uh, Did you see any collisions?
0: I did not see any collisions, um, but I've uh, I've heard of a uh, uh, very unfortunate story yeah, in yeah. our car and someone that fell asleep. Um, it's really important if you fall asleep in the playa that you actually f- <laughs> fall asleep. no clears to the art piece itself. Don't like fall asleep away from the art sculpture. Um, Somebody might just
1: run you over, it's true.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's... Um, but okay, I mean there there's all Yikes. these cool parties
1: going on, right? And of course cool art installations, but I wanna talk about like just like Look, when people think Burning Man, they think like fucking dirty hippies having orgies out in the desert, dude. <laughs> a lot of times, right? You know what I mean? And well, I mean... I, I've
2: seen the one thing I'm <laughs> concerned with is like the whole dynamic changes when
1: when the dust storm happens. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The wind. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Before we get to the orgies, man. I was gonna was, tell... Wait a second. Was there any did you encounter any wind?
0: Uh, I mean, yeah. There's dust devils like in the deep playa, um, where all the sculptures and stuff are. You'll yeah. see like the little dust devils, which is like a tornado of dust. Um, there are whiteouts. Uh, yeah, you have goggles. Outs. You have goggles for that. Sometimes the whiteout—only um, t- two times—was the whiteout so bad that we literally had to stop our bicycles Ice, yeah. and just like wait for whatever you happened. Can't see anything, but yeah. the thing is, when we stopped our bikes, we made sure that we were near an art piece. Yeah. like we knew that we were like near a large stru- structure. <laughs> the key is to stay um, close to of, the instead art instead of just like <laughs> stopping in the middle of what could be the roadway for yeah. an art car, or sound car, yeah, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Or, or, or any of that. Um, yeah, you know, I'm, I don't know, my schedule, like, like while I was there, uh, yeah, like, you know, during the day, I would uh, go around to a lot of different camps, they do all these little art workshops, I was really interested in these, like, little art workshops, and and, and these things, so we, uh, I would go around to that, um, I'd get up early in the morning to go into the deep ply to check out the new art pieces, as well as talk to some of the people that were building it, uh, in the process of talking to them, I, I found out all the rules and regulations and different things they have to go through to uh, actually have a um, build an art piece out there, which is, which is pretty oh, cool. man, I
2: can't even imagine. It must be so damn strict.
0: Yeah. Oh, uh, so so there's like all these restrictions. So if some of them have to have anchors in the ground, um, so first they they come in and inspect this the the spot, and they have people come there inspect it. Then they put the anchors in. Then someone comes inspect the anchors. Then they start to build the structures, and they come inspect it again to make sure that it's safe. There's just like all of these like inspection processes and and like kind of waiting like get getting to one and then waiting for someone not to come out there and, and inspect it um but i get the same thing as with uh, the art cars so there's um the dmv there but it's the department of mutant vehicles yeah, so yeah. Uh, so they're not art cars they're mutants So you have to register everything just yeah, you know like. have to register and you have to you have to make sure that there's no oil dripping on the playa and like all these like like the vehicles like in oh, running wow. running conditions and yeah. and so so, they actually do all of these things to really um, try to make it as safe as possible for everybody coming there and to really allow for everyone to uh, I- I enjoy the experience without um, leaving a, t- a footprint, I guess. Yeah, Leave I mean, No Trace land.
1: is like one of the other That's things. That's really cool. Yeah. But, like, I know. Like yeah, so the the, the whiteouts, it's really crazy because like, what I've actually learned to do is I just wear my snowboarding goggles, actually. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You can wear those, and then uh, you know, you wear like a. A me- just like a scarf around your face, and then uh, basically you just got to sit through it. You know, you know what I mean. But that shit gets real crazy, though. Seriously, did um, uh, did you bathe while you were there?
0: Yeah, there's outdoor showers. It- so you bring in, like your own shower bag, and so I, I, uh, I, I made sure that my ice stayed cl- clean in my cooler. Some of my ice I put in Ziploc bags so that once it thawed, I could actually drink it and different things. But I just like I like funneled um, my, the water from my cooler into my shower bag at night, and then I left it there. Um, and and by morning it would be warm, and you know come because you, you kind of want to take a shower sometimes um, towards the evening once the sun is setting a little, yeah. little bit. It just is before a before you a go out of time. Ref- Go. Yeah, yeah, yeah! Before you go out and and celebrate life, because you know, like I think during the day it's all art and whatnot, and then during during night you celebrate with dance and and music, like art and life and 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 everything that. Uh, yeah. Did you see it's a lot not, of naked people? <laughs> yeah, well, we were one of the stops for the naked bike ride, um, so there was a lot of naked naked no, people nice. that kind yeah. of came through. Um, I don't know. Uh, Nudity is just normal. I mean, it was legal in San Francisco for a really long time when I lived there, um, but they kind of changed it. where oh, they changed it? Yeah, you have to kind of like wear like the sock thing over your. <laughs> you penis. Gotta be red hot chili pepper <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So you have this sock thing that's like over your penis and and balls, and then. You're okay, yet, yet you're completely naked still. <laughs> okay. Yeah,
2: that's it's, funny. Sounds safe to me. Well, you
1: know what? Here's one of the things I remember, man. I, the reason I want to talk to you about it is it's just funny. I'm going back to this orgy topic, dude. Because everybody always asks me, like, dude, Burning Man, is there orgies there? I'm like, dude, you know what? It's so dirty. Yeah, I was just God, it's, it's so dusty. Good. Who, who the hell wants to fuck there? No. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, there definitely absolutely is uh, uh, not. sanitary. Right? Yeah, you're just like, like, dude, man, it's so dusty. Like, there's just no way. But then around the second or third day, you kind of just become one with the dust. And then you're just like, All right, you know what? I've accepted the dust. I'm gonna stop trying to clean myself. <laughs> yeah, and then I'm just gonna <laughs> I'm just gonna accept that I'm dusty, you know what I mean? And but but check this out um so there's of course there's a lot of nudist events and things like that right but i walked by no there's actually like an orgy dome where people go in there and have fucking orgies like 24 there's orgies going on 24 7. i've never been in there but the thing is like i have friends who have who told me like or whatever but i am just it's it's already dirty just because like Hundreds of people are fucking inside like a a dome or something like that. But on top of that and the playa dust is just like Oh boy.
2: (laughs) DNA flying around and dust borne And some
0: weird humidity in the air when it's super dry outside. (laughs) (laughs) Some some moisture.
1: But okay, so but see if, if you don't have your own shower, I saw this one art installation. It always sticks out to me, man. It's called the human car wash, man. Did you did you run by this?
0: No. Okay. Um, but yeah. did you bear happy hour shower? <laughs> What's that? I'm bear sorry. Happy bear hour happy hours. Um, so uh, Astro Pups, uh, they have this like bear happy hour, um, and you can come there and have drinks um, and watch people take showers, or you can take a shower um, and allow for people to watch you. Are take only a bears shower. allowed though? No, it's not just just bears, but they okay. just call it bear happy hour. It's kind of gay themed but sure, of course it's sure. um, uh, in, in, in all inclusive like anybody is allowed sure. to be there so yeah there's like women there's straight people there's there's all these for those these of people the, that, that don't know what there.
2: a bear is can you explain can well you explain uh, a
0: bear is kind of like a bearded gay man um, that's Kind of a little bit more husky and beefy and, um, yeah, just kind of covered in hair. Like a bear. <laughs> like a bear. I love it. very, yeah, yeah. very little. You go gur now and then. <laughs> 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 I
1: love that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't no fucking do that, dude. That's fucking so, hilarious. So that's a bear. <laughs> okay, so at the human car wash, they basically had a, each, they had a, just a line of n- naked people waiting to go inside this, uh different stations imagine a car wash first you gotta suds right you know what i mean and then you go through like you yeah, know the you know what right.
2: i i felt like it was in the chinese consulate was like a human car wash for me dude
1: <laughs> wait, wait, wait. i know okay we're gonna go to shanghai recently i mean soon okay you're gonna you, you and flex are gonna be at the, our, our booth basically doing some art and uh, you know you in china since they're a communist country i mean they're not uh, super super friendly with the. US. you got to get a visa you know like a lot of countries you got to get a visa. Brazil, you want to go to Brazil, you got to get a visa, you know what I mean So I, I sent you to go get a visa from the China consulate. Yes, yes okay. James sent teacher to
2: the Chinese consulate to get a visa. And what I arrived there with was um, I had my passport and I had a date of travel as well as a hotel uh, address yeah right and, um, on a picture on my phone. Okay. And so I had a weird feeling that there may be more I needed or something. So luckily I asked one of the guards as I went through the metal detector, I was like, Hey, so listen, um, cause I noticed there was a very long line of people waiting. And the last thing I wanted to do is wait all that time and get up there and be like, Oh, I didn't know I need that. Oh, Oh yeah. 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 Oh, I'm so glad it would have been worse than it was. It, it was it was like being like having a firing line just oh god okay so first the the security guard he's like okay so do you have uh, you know your your dates of travel I'm like yes do you have it printed out I'm like uh, no it's on my phone he's like oh you gotta have it printed out man he goes what about the application do you have that filled out and and, and printed I'm like uh, no he's like oh dude I'm like uh, he goes well, you know what there's a room down the hall room 330. First of all, the Chinese consulate sent me to another building. And in that building up on the third floor is where I had this yeah, encounter. Yeah, yeah. So I went down to room 330. And in room 330... The travel agency. It was a travel agency. And it's you know a bunch of Chinese people at all these different desks. And luckily, when I got there, there wasn't that many people there. And someone came up and, and got me and took me to their desk. And I'm not exaggerating when I'm telling you when I sat down at their desk everything in that office was smaller than normal, okay? <laughs> and when I sat down, like, I, I felt like um, like my knees came up so high. I was sitting down, like, in a little uh, chair from school, like a little kid's chair. Have it, you ever was noticed the
0: Hello Kitty store? Everything is actually slightly smaller as well. Asians are smaller well, it was, people, was the, the chair wasn't
2: <laughs> tiny, It was like a regular width chair. It was just sitting down low, and, and her desk was, like, kind of low, but then everything else was, like, that in there, and I'm just like this big, huge, you know, hulking thing walking through there. But man, she shredded me so quickly. Holy cow! She's like, okay, so um, do you have your passport? I'm like, yeah, there you go. And um, she goes, okay, so uh, you have uh, this printed out, and I was like, uh, no.
1: Sorry about that, by the way.
2: Yeah, well, no, I don't care, dude. I'm an adult. I like to work things out. You know, I like challenges like that. You know what I mean? But this lady. It just she had the ability to make me feel like a complete idiot she's like dude you don't have this oh you, you can't you can't get you pieces you're gonna have this no i'm like going you go oh, now man i'm like well i'm like okay well then all right i guess i'll come back so no, no 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 i can get this for you i can i can get this done i can get this done it'll cost you extra I'm like, okay, no, 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 no problem. Please, if you can just do that for me, that'd be great. Oh, God, thank you so much. Because I came all the way from Encino, you know, it's like an hour drive down here and everything. Yeah, because I, you know, I don't have that with me. And, and she's like, you know, okay, so then do you have the the flights and, and everything. And I'm like, well, yeah, I have the the dates. And here's the picture of the, the dates. And she's like, no, I need to have your name with the dates. Printed out. Um, I guess... I don't have that crap. I mean, I I stood up first time, said no, no, I can, I can, I can, I can do this for you. I sat back down. So this time, you know, she brings up the the airline tickets. No, oh, okay, I'm sorry, I'll come back another day. No, 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 I can do it for you. I can do. It for
1: you. She just wanted to be a bitch to you. I actually it's, know that lady. It's I'm, it's going to cost you. Reports. It's going to cost you a little bit more. <laughs> They're charging you per piece of paper that you print for like.
2: <laughs> yeah. Basically, every single thing that she was asking me for, she made me. Realized that I did not have and made me feel like I had to leave but she was saving me yeah. and just the hum- amount of humil- it was like a, an emotional roller coaster of humiliation that this lady took me through but she was very clever because at the end I was just so grateful and, and like thank you so much thank- I'm, just, I'm stupid I'm an idiot I just came unprepared and I'm just a big dumb American and everything but thank you thank you thank you so much for, for helping me out and everything she had a big smile on her face she, she had a she had a good time with me. That's I mean, good, good, I man. I even noticed the people sitting next to her kind of looking over at one point, enjoying the show.
1: <laughs> now, Jeremy, when you went to China, you you had to get a You had to get a, yeah,
0: I get a visa and all that. But, and you had um, to deal with that too, or <laughs> uh, no, because uh, I was a student visa. Um, oh, okay. So my student visa process was much easier mm. and. <laughs> And, yeah, I mean, I'm a student going there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah, just a yeah. little bit different than just being a... a oh, and they're not nurse. done. I got to
2: go back in four days to pick it up.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the, the crazy thing is, like, you know, when you're entering into the Chinese consulate, you're actually stepping into, like, communist territory. Oh, yeah. Right? No, right. dude, I was
2: very careful to, like, you know, make sure that I asked about everything, did not take any, you know, assuming anything. No.
1: You know, Flex, Flex uh, he also went to the, uh, uh, Flex is a tape artist, he's, he's just another, uh, one of the residents at uh, LSU Art Gallery actually. And, uh, you know, he's he was there, and he said, man, what's up with all the babies here? How come everybody has a fucking newborn baby? Here? Yeah, that's true. Right? You know? Yeah, I noticed that, that, too. Yeah, you noticed that, yeah. too, right? Okay, yeah. Okay, so, 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 let me just break it down for you, dude, okay? Why there's so many babies here is because they got to get the visa for the child to go back to China, right? Oh, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? The mom oh, doesn't need dude, the visa. dude, let me tell you, there
2: were three baby carriages when I left that. Like I said, I, I got so lucky when I went down to room 330, because when I got there... I walked in and someone came and walked right up to me. By the time I left, it was full, and the looks on people's faces were like, because you don't know how long it's going to take for each person. I was there forever. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. lady worked me over. <laughs> she enjoyed it, man. I mean, she's. Uh, but yeah, I was there for a long time, and to see how many people were there, and I thought three, you know, in the strollers.
1: Oh man, yeah. No, I'm just. It's just crazy because like people are definitely like having babies here and then going back to china and they got a, a u.s passport though. you know what i mean that's what they're doing man so i mean like i said whatever hey more power to you dude you know what i mean but it's just crazy that you also saw babies there man <laughs> yeah oh no and in both rooms in 3:30, and in the there's a few of them in the other room but you know what man it's going to be cool because it's going to be your first time in china and the i know J- jeremy he, he went to china before too and then you know Jeremy, one of his signatures is the koi, man. And, you know, I, I have one of his pieces hanging in my house because I, I, I love uh, his art so much, man. You know what I mean? So
0: Yeah, if I didn't go to China, uh, the the koi itself wouldn't have uh, came into my, my head. Go. I would have yeah. not had that what? inspiring idea yeah it was uh my three months that i spent spent in china studying ancient contemporary art uh, while in art school that um i started kind of an interest into propaganda posters and chinese scrolls and in shanghai there's actually the uh, museum museum. uh, the propaganda poster museum it's in a guy's apartment it may have since grown into something else yeah
1: no you know what it's it's still kind of like in an apartment right but he has like maybe like Five six rooms now. And I'll take you to teach. I'll take you. We'll have or I'll send. Yeah, you there. it's
0: pretty. It's pretty awesome. Like I think that you would maybe be inspired to see all this communist propaganda and different things that they they kind of use to uh, uh, propagate these ideas and using art. Um, basically uh, the same thing that we do as street artists. You know, we have one image and that one image is supposed to convey a whole large sentence, a paragraph, uh, uh, a manifesto in just one image. And and the the Chinese they uh, definitely or the communist uh, Communism, they've definitely used imagery um, to that where like, you know, one image represents a whole entire like communist propaganda idea um, it's stuff, just like, cool. For
1: example when you see uh, I don't know how to say it in English. What's the uh, the curved moon knife with the sickle the sickle and the uh, uh, you, you know the, the hammer and the sickle basically. Yes. It's like BAM, you know exactly. What that fucking stands for, and yes. I mean, like I said, that that comes from the same realm of street art, where one image is like says says um, a whole shit ton, you, you know what I mean? So yeah, man, remind me, I'll take you to that propaganda museum, man. And it's so fucking cool, Jeremy, that you've actually been there, man. And you, yeah, you said, influence you, one of his biggest images. Are you staying yeah, on the Bund uh, yeah, So
0: yeah. We, we stayed on the Bund and we um uh the the name of the hotel right now is like um it's. Uh, But but it's where Einstein stayed and it was actually the very first light bulb or electricity in the whole entire continent of China wow okay. yeah so it's like right on the bun there's like a hotel you can like search it dude we got to like write this stuff down no, right? oh, I, wanna... I definitely know and, I, i'll it, take you yeah and it's like there's a, a placard that says this is einstein's room or whatever um but then also they have the light outside it's a it's a street light and it's the very first electrical street light in the whole entire country of china and, yeah and so, Shanghai. So, so check That's this out cool. this is the Bund,
1: okay this is the view from the Bund because this is the modern skyline of uh, of shanghai actually this is on the pudong side okay there's two sides of of shanghai basically and this is if you look at it this is like the crazy skyline that is actually just came on in the past decade man like i mean like they didn't have that all there and then the other ah. side basically where uh jeremy's talking about is this uh collection of these european buildings right across it's wow, beautiful okay? why are there european buildings in china though Dude, that's right? so weird right because actually oh you
2: know what i heard there's they're building
1: like miniature cities all over china no, uh, no, 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 that's not, well these are old actually well that's true i'll get to that in a second but these uh miniature these these european buildings each one one's german one's french one's english these are all the different wow. countries that set up uh this is their headquarters when they were in paralyzing china actually you know what i mean so, so you have one side of the bun that you see all these old european buildings Right, the history and the other side you look the, the future. It is the future basically that's where you see like the awesome. fucking Jetsons basically. Wow. You know what I mean? So yeah, man, it's gonna be great when I take you, man. And you when you go there you're just like, Holy shit, dude, this is like so futuristic, man. There's so much history and uh um, you know, I'm just it's just so cool to talk to somebody that's actually been there too as, as an artist and inspired
0: koi man yeah yeah, yeah. so the, the the koi you know they came from this uh story that i heard that you know during the cultural revolution they had to destroy everything of the old to make way for the new and yeah. one thing they had to destroy was Chinese lucky numbers, and so they devised a plan that they were going to hide um, the Chinese lucky numbers in koi paintings so depending on how many koi are in a painting and what the title is, references different Chinese lucky number yeah. so that the the um, so the Chinese lucky numbers all of a sudden then became a visual history instead of a a, a written history because the books had to be destroyed. So that's, I don't know, visual history and, and visualness, like, you know, and street art and what all that is. It just, like, uh, I don't know, came together. And, and and that's, you know, why I do the, the fish. And whenever I put them out um, in the world, I always, like, base them off from a different number and mm-hmm. have the meaning. Yeah. Hey, let me ask you that's
1: so. That's awesome. Yet another layer. Yeah, man, another layer. And it's just like, hey, you're going to China, and you're going to experience all these crazy things. Now,
0: are there any other artists that stuck out to you at Burning Man, basically? Um, well, there was, a, uh, I mean, there was there was like a lot of really kind of cool cool art pieces that were out there. Um, I mean, I guess like one that was really awesome was the Broken But Together piece um, by Michael Baracity. Um, and it was this like sculpture of two people holding hands, and like parts of the sculpture was there, but then parts of it wasn't. And it really came this like kind of symbol. A lot of people talked about it. Broken but um, what? Broken but together. And it's this big uh, a steel structure. It's all polished and everything. And and like you know the 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 thigh of the leg is missing or like shoulder mm. uh, 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 shoulders missing i think um, i've seen something similar to that and somewhere. and so it's like broken but together and, and it really kind of became this like kind of cool thing and it was in this certain area in the playa that like every morning there was some dance yeah, party going on and the sun would rise and all of a sudden it, like the thing would start shining and like kind of glowing in this Ooh. like way wow. it was kind of cool <laughs> one of the pieces that like Kind of freaked me out um, was a uh, stone 27 um, and so there was like all of these stones that uh, made a circle and it was kind of a circle that was uh, laid back slightly so you could climb it oh wow so there's all these cables holding up right the here. stones oh, and it. and when you get to the very top the cables aren't reachable so, as you're going up because of like the spacing and how it's made, the cables are like here, so you're you're holding on to them and you're going up. But you get to the very top one, there's no cables there. And so there's, like, every, like, I kind of freaked out. And then, like, every time I went by there, there was someone freaking out up there that, like, had (laughs) to sit down. And people were trying to coerce them to keep going and then this other thing. That's Um, actually kind of
1: high up there. If I was to estimate,
2: that would be about a a 15-foot drop.
1: (sighs) Yeah, so right here we have a bunch of rocks suspended by strings and a bunch of sticks. That's so cool. And it's just, like, one of those like kind of like a staircases that go around an in infinity loop in a sense too, and yeah, at the very top you have no nothing to hold on to. That's that looks
2: stuff. like about 15 feet high, right? The top rock, yeah, like yeah, you're standing yeah. up there, you fall, you're falling 15 feet.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. No, definitely. You're like you, you get to this moment, you're like, oh, shit, like I think I might fall. I might be the one that falls. <laughs> no one has <laughs> fallen yet, but right? I'm going to be the first to Wait, fall. Wait, no one's fallen yet? Scarier. You've got to be kidding me. It was gonna, like, well, no, because it, it, it stayed open. Like If anybody fell off it, they would close it down. And and people kept talking that it was going to be one of the first to be closed down, and it wasn't closed down. It stayed open the whole time. People were there. that blows my mind. Um, You know, Finch was out there i don't know if uh, uh he's a stencil artist from san francisco he's known for like his honey bear stencils. oh yes kind yeah, of I know there man. he he did a huge uh lips that had like monkey bars in between of it so oh it was very like two cool. um i don't know how like they had to be like 20 30 feet Li- lips like just huge, just oh, like wow. really, really huge. That's massive. Um, that were out there, which was kind of cool. Um, Scott fresh, Fresher, um, he was out there with some of his, he was signs. just on the podcast today. Yeah, yeah. So he, was, he was out there, um, uh, with some of his signs, which is really cool to like see. see, And I like recognized right away, um, uh, that it was like kind of a local, uh, uh, LA, LA artist, um, from that. Uh, there is Reardon Steel, um, a fire cathedral and so they had like the the, the or- organ play- playing for cathedral and like fire was coming out of the organ and it was Whoa. like playing like um phantom of the opera music oh, wow. like and just like this super deep playa and so like all of a sudden like you'd come across this thing and it was all lit up and it looks so different at night when it's lit up than during the day because that day yeah. when you see it you realize it's just like a flat structure but at night like something about the lights and where everything's is it kind of comes more three-dimensional and mm. like Mm. more of of this thing another one was the follies was out there which was this like kind of structure of all these small buildings um but uh when when i was there when when it was on um when they're burning it a lady in front of us ended up saying that all of the wood um and i researched and it was all the all the wood was flown in from san francisco so it was all these victorian um wood from san francisco and when they started it on fire yeah, when they started that on fire, it started to look like San Francisco on fire in <laughs> oh, 19- yeah. 1906 fire. Oh, my God. So the 1906 wow. fire and like where the, the buildings were in a certain distance and stuff like that, it started to really look like tiny houses spooky. and, and like the spooky. whole entire uh, of, of San Francisco on, on fire. Let
1: me ask you, did you go to
0: district? F- I did, did go to District. I yeah. love the little dance area there. District was cool. Like, like, I don't know, it was, it was good. I, I definitely showed some little dance moves, and, and, and there were some people that like, I don't know, they tried, they were there up in the cages dancing. That were part of yeah. our camp. And well, stuff. let me let me explain what like, District is.
1: Know. District is basically like one of my favorite camps at uh, Burning Man. Basically, I mean, they have some of the best DJs there. It's just straight tech house the entire time. And okay, believe it or not, it was just like, you're partying, right? You're partying. And then it's just like, hey, all of a sudden a, uh, you know, maybe a unicorn spitting fire out of its fucking horn, art car will just drive by. And you're like, holy shit. And then you turn around over here, there's a tractor carrying a fucking birdcage with dancers dancing inside. Wow. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, just anything can pop up. And then, you know, there's just like, it's so hot out there. So there's this one cowboy dude that always like fills like a whole tanker of water and just spraying the fucking crowd and everybody's just loving it because it's so hot and you'll dry off really really fast man but district man it's like you have some of the best DJs playing out there i mean opulent temple is another like great one man and i'm just saying like people are just so free out there you you know when they're partying and it's just like it's amazing man you really can't get a vibe like that as pure it's very very hard you know where everybody's just trying to have like the best time there's no like egos of like hey man to fucking look at my girl (laughs) kind of shit well the whole
2: no money system trading thing i really dig that i i I actually may have to check it out at some point
1: yeah no i mean i think
2: you were the one one of the ones that i talked to that that is was kind of bummed out with it with it and talked to a few other people was like yeah it's done it's kind of this that and the other and so then i was like okay then maybe i don't want to
1: go well i think like you know it's definitely became like a cultural phenomenon like real pop culture phenomenon like mainstream so the counterculture kind of turn into like, hey, this is, yeah, what you're supposed to do now. All the tech companies are doing it, so it's like you get an influx of a lot of like, just like different people, and uh, you know, then you get some like basic people. You get some people wearing like Indian headdresses, thinking it's like Coachella, <laughs> you know, you know what I mean. And then it's gonna kind of just go down. But the thing is, like, it's in a, I mean, since the 1980s, I believe it's been going on. So uh, you know, it's gone through its peaks of when it's popular, when it's not popular. But uh, it's I if you haven't checked it out, you should definitely check it out one time, at least in your life, man, because it's like, if you're not hooked after that one time and you want to go back, you, you know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so it's like, like I said, I went five times, so I was like, oh, I think I'm like... Maybe I'll go with Scott, you know, you same age guy and everything. Probably... Yeah, no, no, I mean, or maybe, you know, what? one day, maybe we'll have, like, at least gallery camp or something like that. There you go. Do an art car. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm working on an art car, actually, for next year.
0: Oh, really? So you're going back next year. So I'm going back next year, and I've already been, like, talking to some people and stuff, and um, this art car, or this – beginning of an art car uh, got gifted to me so I'm getting a San Francisco parking meter vehicle. that's nice. the three wheeled vehicle that yeah, has that yeah, trunk yeah. in the back and it has like the glass like around it oh, so, man. so now I just have to build like a cage around it um, and then figure out things that I can attach to the cage to actually make the art car because I, I, uh, I, I really paid attention to a lot of the different art things and the art car was one of them and like the last day everybody's like breaking down their art cars and then I realized that like underneath it's just a regular vehicle but they build like a cage on it um and they add all these things so that it's there but they have to take them off to make it street legal in order to like drive it on the street and whatnot it just has to be basically a priscilla queen of the desert bus yeah the bus (laughs) that has that cage thing that's up on top of it like that's that's kind of like what the the art cars look like once they take everything off um a lot of it's like cloth some of it's like cloth things that are on there different like plexiglass panels that are screwed on to kind of um, build, build like a globe around around the vehicle itself um, and different things like that. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I definitely want to bring an uh, art car and, and I want to kind of uh, bring art workshops, like mobile art workshops. Like all of a sudden, I just pull up, pull up someplace and deep play I check out this art piece and then I'm already like, oh, by the way, I want to make some buttons? And I have like this button making machine in my <laughs> trunk or like little postcards. Uh, snow cone machine would be awesome. But the thing is, is that you have to like figure out ways of, of modifying them so that they're hand operated, mm. and I saw a hand a bicycle operated, um, a, a snow cone machine. So you pedal and it shaves the ice. Wow! Nice, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice, so, nice. So, so like, That's you, know, like awesome. you, you have to. It's like post apocalyptic in some way where you're like. It's like Mad Max, yeah. Yeah, Mad Max. Like you have to do things mm. based off from of now electricity or or battery operated electricity, um, in in this like different way than just like plugging into your, your wall mount in the kitchen. Yeah, and,
1: and you know what? It's so cool, because you'll come upon these, like, camps, and then you'll see, like, a dome, and maybe, like, two people are hanging from the dome and fighting with, you know, foam noodles or something like that. You know what I mean? It's just so many activities to do there that, like, you can never actually do every single activity. It's, it's literally impossible, cool. I, I think. You know what I mean? And that's why people keep on coming back. I can tell Jeremy's definitely hooked right? It's so awesome to, like... <laughs> I I'm just saying. To, I wanted to talk to you, because... Like I said, most of the people I've been I've talked to, they've been so many times, we're like a little bit jaded about it. We're not so excited about it anymore. But talking to Scott and the youth today, like I'm like, damn, I need to get back there, man. <laughs> Me
2: too, man. I'm I'm kind of in, actually interested in, once again to go.
0: Yeah, I'm just excited that it's this like whole new place that I can like uh, make whatever art I want. Like it's it's completely and feel free, complete dude. That's that's what I and like. It's here. it's about like kind of making art for art's sake. But yes. I really like the idea that a lot of the art has to be communal so there's this one piece there that was called the birthday cake this year and it was shaped like a birthday cake and it had different levels but on the first floor was um, a round cylinder that had all of these different shelves and all the different shelves had each month and then all the dates were on the shelves. so you leave a piece uh, like you leave something and then you take something and so the whole art piece would not exist if there's not people there communally doing it. it. Like kind of like the, the stone structure. I uh, you know, it, it was there, but I really think part of the art piece was people climbing, people climbing it. it. And Absolutely. if people weren't climbing it and doing this thing, it wouldn't exist. Oh, wow. And there so it I is. really kind of love oh, that's um, very this, cool. this this idea of that, that like uh, the art there isn't just static. Like, you know, we, we create art in, in different ways and stuff sometimes outside um, in galleries and whatnot, but it's really static. It doesn't, it, it exists without this no participation. In it. In yeah, it. but like certain art pieces, they don't make sense unless there's a participation. <laughs> and that's what I really loved about Burning Man um, or, or, or about the, the art installations that were really interactive. In it, and it needed you to be there as the participant in order for it to make sense. One uh, of
1: the things dude, that you, you definitely aren't, man, is that... you succeeded in talking me into going. You know, you, you should definitely go, man. You know, I mean, it's definitely worth it. And, you know, you're a virgin no more, right? Did you, yeah. ring, the, did you ring the gong when you went and in? They
0: to the, the dirt angel on the ground, <laughs> and you ring a gong, so they make you, like, get down and uh, get out of your vehicle, and you make a dirt angel so that you're used to getting dirty as soon as you get there. Like as <laughs> soon as you, soon you as get there. I got no driving. problem with yeah. that. Yeah, uh, when you tough. ring the
1: gong, and you say, if it's your first time, you have to... You know, like the gong show in the 70s, right? You ring it and you say, <laughs> I'm a virgin no more. Or, you, you know what I mean? And then, like, <laughs> you the dirt angel. And then, like, uh, you know, I'm just saying, it's all these little traditions, man. And, that and, you
0: he, of- and I made a sticker. Um, and you, and you're, you, you I've seen some of your stickers and, and some of your art things. And so, you know, you, you probably want to make a sticker. And, and the sticker that I made just kind of describe a little bit um, was actually uh, the solar system. Mm. And so this is where all the planets were when the man burned so the planets are always in a different location in the galaxy because of kinetic energy and then like how they they move around around the sun and so it's a kind of a, a calendar or a time stamp that predates civilization but also will survive after civilization. Like the planets will wow, always dude. be up there spinning and in yeah. a certain place and so so I kind of came up with Beautiful. with this um, and, and I wanted to like maybe put like my website or something on there but Burning Man really is a place that's about like not promoting yourself. Yeah. Like, like you don't want to do certain things that are like oh this is an ad like this is. Yeah there Here's my Instagram. There's no logos allowed actually at Burning Man. So some things yeah yeah some things are, are, are cool but you know, I just this was my sticker um, I that like I that made, and, and you guys I, can have one. Dude, thank thank you. you so much, yeah. That's awesome. You know,
1: it's, it's so cool. I think I, yeah, the no the no logo thing too, because like a lot of camps, like you know, there's this company called Insomniac Events. They throw raves, right? And then like you know, they're really famous. But if they have they go to Burning Man, their camp is called Wide Awake. You know what I mean? And they don't. They don't, you know, you, you kind of have to adopt a different burner, like, moniker there, because it's just a different type of society where, you know, you're not trying to uh, promote something, you, you know what I mean? But again, those principles that you're saying, it's like public art, art for everybody, participation. Well, you're, you're promoting peace and, and beauty and... There you and go, yeah. Acceptance. That, exactly. I mean... You know, being part of it is a lot of the same elements from, you know, these uh, concepts from street art, man. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, get the people involved. It's art for everybody, man. And teacher, I think you would have a great time there, man. Sounds but, like it. Yeah, man. But anyways, that's one hour, man. And, you know, we just love to have you back, dude. And thank you for coming back and telling us about your Burning Man experience, man. And, uh, you know, you got such great numbers last time. And so many people were listening to you, man. We were just like, man, we want to have Jerry back. He's a very interesting guy. He's got some great stories. Yeah, there. man, yeah. yeah. You know, uh, like I said, man, we're just happy to have you back, man. Let people know how they can
2: find you.
0: Yeah, how can we find you? uh, Yeah, you can um, find me on Instagram, Jeremy Novi. Um, Jeremy Novi Stencils is my my website. And um, yeah, I hope that uh, my art can uh, continue to inspire people to uh, make their own art or, or, or just be inspired by something creative.
1: Thank you so much, Jeremy. Beautiful. All right, well, leave us a review, and uh, thank you guys uh, for listening, and take care, guys. Love you guys. Take care. Peace. And in-